Are you struggling to find your purpose in life? Do you feel like something is missing and you need some guidance? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to feel that way anymore. I'm here to help you through your journey in life to gain clarity, find purpose, and passion. My name is Jose Miguel Longo. I'm a gay Hispanic, a husband, dog daddy, advocate for social justice, and DEI ally for all LGBTQ+, a career and life coach and millennial born in 1983. I have spent my time since the age of 14 working my way around the world of work. I know my God-given talents are to help those around me to gain clarity in their lives while finding their passion and purpose. For the last decade, I've spent my time coaching college students and alums from all three generations, X, Y, and Z, and designing their career stories and mapping what they want to do in their lives. Whether it's gaining clarity in who you are and what you're meant to do, learning to build a resume or write a cover letter, holding you accountable and building your career journey, or designing your life, the podcast Coaching for Millennials is a how-to guide for all things career, life, and a sprinkle of everything in between. It is an all-inclusive space for meaningful conversations on topics happening in our world right now. It is a space for people to go on a holistic journey in uncovering their passion and purpose. I'm here for all generations, no matter what you identify as. If you're seeking to transition from a career industry or job to another, or ready to transform your life completely, I got you, boo. Whatever the fantasy you're trying to create, let me make it happen. If you're ready to start the journey to explore your passion and purpose, get focused on gaining clarity to transform you to a place that will fuel you, inspire you, and sprinkle some joy and laughter in between, it's time to dive into Coaching for Millennials. What's going on, Chit Chatters? Welcome to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. Happy Pride. It is Pride Weekend um, in New York, and a lot of places throughout New York are either celebrating um, the actual Pride Day or the official day when it's celebration of um, the revolt, the revolution, maybe you want to call it, on the Stonewall Inn. And going back to 1970, when the first official Pride happened. But, um, so I'm super excited and a little bit emotional too. I've been reading a lot of information out there in the media that is celebrating Pride. It's a lot of positive stuff. You know, earlier this week, we had the first um, NFL player to come out as openly gay. Um, his name is, bear with me here a moment, because I just had it up on my screen. Um, and I forgot, I'm not a football person, so I apologize. Carl Nassib um, came out, so that's huge for the NFL. Um, I know other players in other leagues have come out as well in the past. Um, but given that it's celebration of pride for the LGBTQ community, that was a great um, win. And congratulations to him to being part of a community, not just as an I, but also a gay male. Um, so... I don't have a specific theme or topic that I would that I would love to talk about today. Today, I just want to kind of pour my heart out a little bit and just share on what my feelings and thoughts are on this month, this weekend, and how Pride just actually isn't just a month. It's also the 12 months of the year and how I think that we as a society are actually embracing. There's so much still 
work to be done. Let me not, you know, remiss that. But I think that there's so much work we have done and in places where the LGBTQ community is more accepted, we can see that. And I think we have to honor and thank all of the trailblazers um, who came before us that, you know, for for whatever reason, they were just doing what felt right in their hearts because they were doing the fight of equality of equality and they wanted equality and they they simply were tired of being pushed down. I was watching um, earlier this week the Hulu FX Pride series. It's a six-part series. It's so good. So much information, historical perspectives, and really talking about the trailblazers in the LGBTQ plus movement. Um, because even though we have all of these identities that exist today that have titles and labels behind them, these people were existing years and years and years ago, decades ago. And <clears throat> if you get a moment, go back, go and watch it on, on Hulu. Um, it's so good. So good. And I I get emotional because I've been reading so much information. And I'm an emotional person to begin with. I literally was crying 10 minutes ago over an email that I got from one of the brands that I buy. It's an LGBTQ. It's a gay-owned business. And the owner of the business um, sends out an email to his community. And this per, this business owner has been in business for over 26 years. And, you know, he kind of just was reflecting on what the 26 years has been and how he still is the same person today. Uh, you know, he, he, he used the words gay as fuck. And I loved that. And it really made me emotional because as members of the LGBTQ community, all we want to do is just be free and be seen and be heard. And when you struggle to not be able to be yourself or to think that you can't be that way, it's hard. And when you want to be yourself, all you want to do is just be who you are and be accepted. And acceptance is hard. And even if you're not a member of the LGBTQ plus community, sometimes acceptance can be hard outside of that, which is why we have allies and we have people who can perhaps relate to some of the um, trouble points or pain points that we experience in our in our society, in our world. And, you know, the thing that I was reflecting on today as well and earlier this week was marriage equality. And it came to mind because I feel so blessed and so privileged and honored that I actually got to marry my best friend. My husband and I have been married. It'll be three years in September. Um, and we've been dating for nine years, actually. Well, we've been together for nine years, not dating. I guess you can still date your best friend and your husband, right? Um, or your partner, I should say. But um, I remember the day that marriage equality passed. I was actually with an ex. <laughs> and I I literally cried. I remember when Obama kind of passed it, where it was the nationwide. And I also remember when like the governor I was fighting to make it. Because it was 2013 across the country, but 2011 in New York State. So our current governor, Governor Cuomo in New York State, was responsible for passing the legislature and passing the bill to assure that marriage equality in New York State, um, or same-sex marriage, let me rephrase that, same-sex marriage in New York State was legal, okay? Which before... 
Obama made it legal across the country, which was a federal law, um, every state had the ability to decide how they wanted to um, process that, how do they want to reflect that. So there are some states um, that have wanted to push back on that back in 2013 when it actually became legal across the country. And even in New York, um, when Cuomo first introduced the legislation for it, it was still not like, it was still got pushed back. So at any rate, my whole point of that is that I feel proud to be able to still, to be able to marry someone regardless um, of me being a man and loving men. And that's who I am. I think that's so important for our community because a lot of people back then, you know, growing up, I also didn't want to get married, but not because of it wasn't legal, just because I didn't see myself getting married. And I didn't realize how big of a deal it would be for me as I got older in in myself and what it meant to me to actually be able to do that. And even though I still, after it became legal, didn't think that I would ever get married, um, it still became really important. So just to have the right and know that it was there, not because I didn't want to, it was more because of like, I have the same rights as everybody else. Um, so that's, that's also something that makes me really thoughtful and, you know, reflective of in this month and in this week. Um, and looking around and the things that are happening, obviously, um, in New York City, this weekend, tomorrow will be the celebration of Pride. So the official Pride Parade is happening. Um, but I also think that outside of just celebrating that, people should take the time to understand what equality means for our community and what that is. I last week's episode talked about how to create a more inclusive LGBTQ plus workplace. And the episode before that, I talked about identity. I talked about some things about equality. I talked about coming out and I talked about um, my coming out story. And the last two episodes were super long. I know. Well, long maybe for me to, to spend an hour with all of you, which I love to, but I think also reflecting on the last two episodes, I really wanted to just give this space <laughs> for anything and everything. I was looking for like a topic to come to come to you to to come and share with you. Wow, I really can't talk. I need more coffee. To come and share with you, and I struggled because there was so much I want to share, but I want it. I want today's episode to have a, a theme. That is one that is reflective on the people who really fought the fight to to really support our community. One thing that I found, I found this on my Google feed and then I found it um, on NBC News, was a woman who didn't know what she was doing except out of the kindness of her heart. She actually cared for hundreds of men back in the 80s who were all diagnosed and dying of HIV AIDS. Um, her name is Ruth Coker Burks. And this woman is just a legend. She is a trailblazer when it came to... Like, 
how do you say this? If anybody in, who listens to this podcast, millennials will what millennials may reflect on this and be able to understand this some more so, and so do um, Gen Xers, you know, boomers. But I don't think the Gen Zs, the Gen Zs need to like really listen and watch the movies and watch the things that are out there historically about the the AIDS pandemic. Because today's pandemic that we're still kind of living through and coming out of impacted everybody, right? When, when the AIDS pandemic happened, it was only happening to gay men. And I was growing up in the 90s and people were still dying by the hundreds and I remember even in the 80s, I was still really young, but, you know, I was a what they call a 90s kid, an 80s baby, but I was born in 83. I remember reading the news and watching the news and all the things that were happening. And it was just very sad and tragic. And I actually lost my uncle um, to AIDS. He unfortunately was a um, drug addict, heroin, and he shared needles and he got infected that way um and so his his passing is was in 1991 and i don't know how long he was diagnosed for before he passed i just remember seeing him and the changes he went through and then he went into the hospital he never came home but i think for the lgbtq community when we talk about how segregated our people, our community was in that time, there weren't very very many people who even thought about humanity. People looked at people who were gay as disgusting, as people who were garbage and who were just sick and sickly and deadly and contagious. And they didn't know what this disease was and what this disease was doing. And it took years, which by the way, our government was not very good to the LGBTQ community. And there's still, our government still isn't the best. There's still work to do. But the Reagan administration refused to allow um, research and money and funding to go into help providing health services for individuals who were dying because they looked at us as not just because we had a disease or people were dying of disease, but they looked as, they looked at gay people as a disease. So it was super sad. But going back to um, Ruth Coker Burks, she she apparently um, went to the aid of her her friends and people she knew and people she met, and she invested so much of her time during the eighties um, to really connect with individuals who are dying at their bed, and the reality of it was that she didn't expect anything of it, and her. She's recognized for it now. Um, she was from Little Rock, Arkansas, um, and she she just kind of like was there for people. So I I want to recognize Ruth Coker Burks because the AIDS pandemic may not be crazy as it was back then in the eighties and nineties, but it's still prevalent today. And it's still a threat to our society. And now people are actually more aware. You don't hear as many people dying of AIDS. We obviously have medicine that helps people who are diagnosed with HIV AIDS, but also preventative medicines that allow you to 
still practice sex, safe sex, and not be infected if someone else were to be infected with the disease. So thank you, science, and for those who fought very hard, because if you watch Pose, one of my favorite shows, I don't know about y'all, but I, I don't know when it's okay to go back and watch the last episode of the series, but I cried my eyes out watching that. I've been an emotional mess um, this last month for so many reasons. I think, you know, just honor and just feeling very blessed and owning that and being in my emotions and accepting of things. I did a crazy meditation a week and a half ago that literally had me sobbing like I was done and like it was all this and then like three weeks ago I was riding the peloton and I forget who the coach was the instructor I might have been Jess King Jess King I love you if you listen to my podcast I love you for doing that um and might I swear it might have been Jess King but I was bawling like I've never felt so in tuned with my emotions, although I feel like I'm very out of tuned, but I've just been emotionally caught up with everything. And so many things are ending, like Pose ended. I know we're getting Drag Race back. Um, actually, yesterday Drag Race started, All Stars. Um, we still have Drag Race Down Under, and I know that Drag Race España started. And I think there's a couple more seasons of Drag Race coming up in different areas. But anyways, I digress. Um, Yeah, just being emotional has been crazy this past month. And reflection has been really big for me specifically. But I feel though, I've hit a point in my life where I'm tired. I'm not tired. Let me rephrase that. I've hit a point in my life where I'm going to live to my fullest as who I am. And not that I was hiding or pretending um, that I wasn't fully who I am. Because I've been openly gay and out at work um, for probably eight years. Like, I want to say the last eight to nine years, I vowed to myself after having a terrible experience and not feeling comfortable enough to come out, that I would never allow myself to feel that way again. It was terrible. I loved my job. I loved the people I work with, but I didn't feel safe. Um, so I think the as I've gotten older, I've gotten to know myself better and know who I am as a person. And I've gotten more confident and comfortable. And I started to care less about other people think. And I feel like that happens to everybody at different phases of their life. And you go through experiences that ultimately cause you to feel that way and cause you to actually get to that point. So I don't really, I'm very aware of myself. Let me, phrase, let me kind of mention that. But I, I know that for me right now, anything I do in the future, I'm going to just be me to the fullest and not show just part of me. I'm going to show all of me and I'm going to stand up for equality when I need to. I'm going to stand for inclusion and everything that's all LGBTQ because that's my community and that's who I live for and that's who I am. But also, I want to be able to be a trailblazer like all of those that came before us. And not that I'm looking for any recognition because it's not about that. I just think it's right to do the right thing. There are a lot of people who 
you know, they can be very well educated, but are ignorant as fuck. And I love to educate myself on other people's views and beliefs and values. But it is so hard sometimes when you come in contact with people who just truly don't, aren't as accepting. And and their values and beliefs are really um, trying and challenging for others. I also want to bring up in today's conversation... Um, there was an article that recently came out about um, Anheuser-Busch, who has basically donated um, funding to politicians to be aligned with an anti-LGBTQ agenda and legislature, which is very interesting. Um, So I know that's a big deal. I know a lot of people who are part of the community that always look for places to donate. And I think what I'm going to do if I get a chance the next couple of weeks or in the next week or so, I don't want to wait too long. I would try to find LGBTQ business owned, owned businesses. Again, I need more coffee. I apologize, but I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm going to look for a list or try to pull together a list of LGBTQ-owned businesses, and I'll post it to one of the show notes for the podcast. Um, Because I know a lot of folks love to be able to donate or um, contribute and buy products and services and things of that sort. I'm an LGBTQ-owned business myself. Um, so people who are looking to get coaching can come to me, especially if you identify as part of the community, happy to help you navigate and support you in any way, way, shape or form. But uh, yeah, I thought that was really interesting that um, this huge, huge company like Anheuser-Busch, I mean, let me say something. The gays spend money like no one's business. We like to party. We like to have a good time. I know for me and my group of friends, when we go out on vacation or we go away for a weekend or we're out on the town, we drop money. And for Anheuser-Busch to decide to go forward with this type of behavior and agenda, um, it's quite sad, I think. Um, So I don't know what will come of this ultimately, um, if you are interested in, you know, learning more about, um, oops, got a video playing here. If you're interested in learning more about that particular topic, um, I found the article on it on NBC News. Um, there's a full article that talks about their um, what they're doing and what they've been doing. Um, so go check that out. And I think what, you know, as we kind of close out this series, um, I want to kind of leave everybody with the idea that anyone, I don't care who you are, gay, straight, non-straight, heterosexual, bisexual, trans, anyone who listens to the show, just be you and love yourself and try to love yourself. And if you... Don't love yourself today. That's okay because there's always tomorrow. And know that life isn't always going to be 
the way you expect it to be. But you have to love yourself first and honor yourself first and be true to who you are so that you can live your life to the fullest and so that you can feel more content and happy and proud of yourself. Um, I think that everyone goes through a journey between their 20s and 30s and 40s. And as as I'm getting ready to enter a new decade in the next year or so, um, of my life, you know, 40s, <clears throat> I I feel so blessed to have people who came before me that did the hard work to allow me to be who I am today. And I admire and see what these people did. I think I, I, I watch videos of Marsha P. Johnson. I watch videos like I'm telling you, you should go watch that Hulu FX series that's, it's a Pride series. It's six episodes. I don't care if you're part of the LGBTQ community. It is worth educating yourself on the facts of the people who allowed our, my community to be who they are today. And even if those people weren't there, I feel that we have so much support from other people who are from people who are allies, but also from the community itself that would do the same exact thing today. But I'm 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 so hopeful for the future. I feel really good about the future and I'm also blessed and thankful for where I am today. I'm feeling so connected to who the person I am. I'm not on a journey of self-discovery. I feel like I've spent a lot of my time doing that, but I'm here for people who are on that journey of self-discovery who are trying to figure themselves out and find out what their identity is, find out who their tribe is and connect to who they want to connect to. I'm here for everyone. And if you are part of the LGBTQ community, I'm here for you anytime, day or night. Send me a DM, send me a message. But I honor this month um, because I'm proud of who I am as a gay Latino and I'm proud to to be able to say that and not say that if with fear and if someone doesn't like it it's their problem not mine honestly um so anyway i'm gonna stop babbling and kind of close this episode slash um mini series out with thank you and love is love and i'm here for you I hope you all have an amazing weekend. Happy Pride, everybody. Go and celebrate and be an ally and support your community. Check out the two episodes that I published before um, on Pride and on being able to support the LGBTQ community and what it's like to come out, identity, and all those things. Um, And if I can be of any support to you, if you're listening to this, please, 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 please reach out. I love you all. Have a blessed day. Hey, Chit Chatter. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to share it with the world. We welcome everyone for listening. And if you'd like, please go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Those reviews mean everything to me and they help the show grow, as well as for me to know what topics you want to hear from next. 
be sure to go visit to coachingwithjoseandmiguel.com or Coaching for Millennials for more up-to-date content, newsletters, blogs, information about coaching for life and career. Thank you so much for being a part of our magical world and for being part of this program. I can't wait to the next episode.